Are you wondering, can your DNA results be incorrect? Well, today we are going to answer that question and also how to fake a DNA paternity test. I'm your host as usual, Dr. Nick, and I'm here today to talk about DNA testing. Okay, so it's your favorite topic, I'm sure, and a lot of DNA paternity wars, a lot of DNA talks has been going on in the country, Nigeria right now. And, you know, just so we, we are on the same, you know, page where we, you know, go ahead with this, uh, where we jump in into this war, let's talk about genetic testing. So DNA testing, which is also known as genetic testing, is used to identify changes in DNA sequence or chromosome structure. <laughs> okay, so scratch that. I understand that a lot of people will just want a simple version. Okay, so the simple version is that you give birth to a child. Now we can know if the father of the child is really the father of the child or not. But are those really the uses of the only use for a DNA test? No. DNA testing can be used for several other things. People have used it to check their ancestry. You can even check your race. You can check, you know, uh, they use it for uh, to solve crimes, you know, from the crime scenes. Uh, they use it for um, medical diseases to check if you have a genetic condition, you know, and a host of other things like that. And of course, your favorite, paternity war. Okay, so Nahu Bonham. Um, is he really your father, you know, and different kinds of things have, you know, been going on in the Nigerian internet cyberspace, uh, for about a month now, people have been saying September has really been a drag. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Who is the real father of your kid? A lot of people would want to hear about that. And, you know, we'll just try to answer some questions, you know, uh, over the over this um the period of this episode and you know let's see if we can get to the bottom of all this the question is why would you want to do a paternity a dna paternity test on your kid of course you must have some uh you know um some suspicion of some sort that this kid may not be yours uh you you you're already accusing your wife or your spouse or your partner whichever the case may be that you know this there's been some form of infidelity or the other now let's not get into that but you have a suspicion that's the baseline not so many people do a dna test you know just because uh they want to do it there must be some reason so some do it based on the fact that they're required to do it because of um Im immigration purposes like they want to travel out they want to take their kids you know and things like that but in this country right now the trending thing is people want to know if their kids are really their kids and so it has become something more of a scourge nowadays, you know, it's more like there's a cleansing, you know, going on here and there. And people don't trust their wives anymore these days. I, I don't get it. Okay. Uh, can we just trust each other, you know, and just, <laughs> and just believe that, okay, he's my kid. He's my kid. I know this is really difficult and it's a difficult thing to say, uh, but is it possible to, to, you know, just, um, uh, just believe that um, okay so there's nothing let's just uh 
keep this relationship going. Now, but the, the real question again is that why would you want, you know, why would you want to cheat on your man? Why would you want to cheat on your husband? Okay, so you're going to marry in the next four months. Why go back to that ex? You know, and of course the ladies are already gone in for me now because they know I'm talking about them. Okay, why why bring an if evidence that you cheated into your marriage? Okay. I mean the condom is there for some reason or the other. You could have used the condom. Okay. Even if you're not scared of um the whole thing becoming someone else's child later on. I mean, you should be scared of STDs and whatnot. So why not use a condom? You slept with another guy. Why not use a condom? Why must you, you know, bring forth an offspring of that guy into another man's house? I don't get it, actually. It, it just seems a little bit, you know, ridiculous to me, you know. If, if you have been the father for years, that's another question. If you've been the father you know, to this child for at least two years, three years and above. Um, would you still want to keep this child? Would you still want to father this child? Uh, should you, you know, leave this child? That is another question, you know, for a lot of guys. And it's really a tough decision. So I think the whole thing just bothers on let's try to avoid this in the real sense and not create you know complications for us you know for each other all right so um let's let's then talk about you know how people get around to doing a dna test okay so whether it's legally there's a um court order you know and things like that you there are several ways to do a dna test one of them and the most popular by far is you know taking a swab from your buccal cheeks you know from inside your mouth you know, and then, you know, you, you swab it around and then that forms the sample. And it's because, you know, there's a lot of epithelial cells, there's a lot of cells there, you know, that they can easily um, uh, put into the machines and then, you know, contains a lot of you know, things that can get out your DNA and things like that. So let's not go into how it works now. Okay. Another way they can take it is by taking a blood sample from you, which is more invasive and another way they do it is you know getting a hair sample and things like that so how can you fake it <laughs> you know so this is this is really um not um something bad this is not trying to teach you something bad you know but but i learned that people some people have tried to fake it over the years and some people have tried to make trouble out of it Okay, now I wouldn't understand why a guy, you know, a married guy would want to fake that he's not the father of his child, you know, except the guy is just totally irresponsible and just wants to make trouble. But the real, in the real sense of it, I don't see any reason why anyone would want to do this. But uh, there are two ways or several ways you can go about it. And one is, you know, doing a home test kit, you know, using a home testing kit. Okay, so you can go to the lab yourself. I don't know if it's available in Nigeria. If you, if there are home testing kits in Nigeria, I'm not sure. But if you if you re, if you request for a home testing kit, the the question now becomes: Okay, so how am I so sure? How can the woman be so sure? Because men nowadays just come out to say that yeah, they've gone to do a DNA test and they you know they bring out the results in a shocking manner to the woman and all that but for people who use it you know home testing kit for example how are they so sure that 
you know, I I didn't just want to make a conspiracy and then I swabbed my friend's mouth, for example, and then, you know, took that along with my child's um, swab to the lab and, you know, sent it to the lab. And then, of course, the test and see there's a 0% match, you know. And so, you know, these are one of the ways people have tried to cheat. Oh, this this is um, the popular way people have tried to cheat. Of course, if it's a legal requirement, for example, doing that, you know, will be much more difficult because, you know, you'll be required to you know, go with some legal documents, identification, you know, and a whole, lo- a whole lot of issues may arise from you trying to cheat because if caught, um, I mean, <laughs> you can immediately understand the consequences of that. Okay, but if I am married, for example, of which I'm not, if I am married and I just come back home one day and I, I and I show my wife a DNA test results that says that I'm not the father of my child, God forbid. Um, I mean, how how can how can she be so sure that you know this was a real test and not a fake test? Okay, and then the whole thing blows up on, on social media again. I'm not a celebrity, so <laughs> you may not get the social media. But let's assume the whole thing, you know, blows up on social media and all that. And everybody starts, you know, talking about it and all that. How are you so sure it's a genuine, you know, it's something that I did, you know, in real honesty and all that. You can't be so sure. Okay, so, you know, using different kinds of swabs, my friend's mouth, you know, Uh, a stranger or whatever has been one of the things you know people have one of the ways people have tried to cheat um the the system you know in in a whole lot of times and then again again what is the validity of these tests now most of these tests come out as 99.99999 and all that you know hardly would you ever see it come out as 100 percent right So what are the several factors that can, you know, uh, make you start doubting it? We've all had several reports, you know, on the internet of, you know, uh, someone having to lose like 20 years without his father because a paternity test initially showed that, you know, uh, this wasn't his father. And later on in, in life, they tested in another facility because of one circumstantial evidence and all that. And discovered that that guy, I mean, that test result was actually wrong. And this man is his father. Okay. It caused a broken home. You can just imagine how bad things got, you know, and there was no way of knowing, you know, because it was just 20 years ago and, you know, they had moved on with life and all that with a guy, you know, never actually knowing who his real father was, only to discover 20 years later that, oh, so this was my father all along. And they were so close. Okay. So there are a lot of errors that can happen. I mean, even leaving a 0.00005% chance, it's, it's actually something, you know, that can, if you look at it on a bigger scale, like you have 10 billion tests that are done, if you look at 0.005% of, you know, 10 billion tests, you can see how many families may have gotten a wrong, re- a wrong report, for example. I mean, um, human errors can happen, which bothers on having someone, you know, cross-contamination from one sample to the other. You also talk about, you know, having um, people switching samples, you know, unintentionally, of course, you know, but, but it happens. Lab results 
can have errors. Lab results can have issues. And that is why when you want to do these things, you should try to do it in one or two or more places, sorry, so that you're absolutely sure. And that is even, you know, to confirm to you what I'm saying, if you do a DNA test in three or more labs, you you may find that all of them may have different probability rates, different, you know, values and results and all that and you begin to say that okay so this thing cannot be totally accurate this thing can only tell you and that's why they use the word probability of course it's beyond doubt that kind of probability 99.999 and all that is beyond doubt but that still tells you that an error could have happened so don't base your judgment based on one dna result no matter how much you trust that lab i would advise that you do your you know, tests in, you know, other parts, you know, I mean, other labs so that you can, you know, get your uh, facts right before you start, you know, acting on it. So again, these are just, you know, some of the things I've talked about, you know, I've sat down, I've, you know, listened to a lot of paternity wars in this Nigeria, you know, different labs springing up by the second again, you know, because of the whole um, people, talking about, you know, DNA testing and all that. Uh, we have to be careful about where we go to do these tests, how accurate, you know, how reliable their machines are, you know, the professionalism and the quality um, control and all that that goes on in that lab so that you know that it's possible, I mean, that <laughs> the odds of getting you know, the, the, the chances that you get a wrong result is definitely, you know, very low. And then you still go ahead and, you know, check in other places. So we'll just stop here, you know, for this particular episode. We'll still keep on talking about DNA testing. We'll still keep on talking about the issues bordering on DNA testing. If you have questions, if you have things that have been bothering you, if you're, you know, uh, let me put it now, that um, if you're a victim of, <laughs> not a victim really, but if you've been affected by this DNA testing issue that is going on in Nigeria now, you can reach out to me. We can talk about this. You can uh, say your views uh, on the next podcast episodes that are, that are you know going to be coming out as regards this DNA testing war. You can be on the show if you want. Uh, and then, you know, we'll see how much of, you know, this DNA paternity war, you know, that we can diffuse at the moment. Again, it's going to die down very soon. Uh, it's just a thing of the moment. I'm very sure of that. You know, come one year from now, everything will die down. And people will, you know, still try to continue to live their normal lives. But for now, it's a thing of the moment and we're supposed to talk about it, right? So uh, you can contact me on any of my social media uh, handles. You can, you know, uh, write me a mail, send me a message, a text. And then, of course, you can catch me on Clubhouse nowadays. And then uh, just type little bit of stuff and you'll be looking at my account. You can follow me. You can message me there. I hold uh, uh, rooms there once in a while and um, you, you can just click on the notification button and it will take you, it will notify you when I'm speaking on Clubhouse. Again, my Instagram is there and we are also on Facebook. So do not forget to you know check the buzz that's always going on on Facebook and Instagram. Once again, I'm your host, Nick Ate of the Little Bits of Stuff podcast. See you. Bye.